Welcome to Soar with Jesus. As you listen to this word today, believe that it will elevate and equip your spirit. Do consider sharing this podcast with your friends and family. Come, let us take part in the word together. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to Soar with Jesus. It's my great joy and honor to once again come to you and bring the word. Surely the hand of the Lord is upon us. Week after week, the Lord is leading us in such a beautiful way. And we are surely enriched by the word of God. Today, it's my great joy because I'm sitting with my dear friend, Pastor Ashley Joseph, who is a great and a mighty man of God who is based out of California and he's serving the Lord and he's been a huge blessing to the body of Christ. And we are led by the Lord to have him today as our guest speaker on this podcast. As I mentioned about him, he's a great man of God. He's very well known all over the world for his worship leading. Um, he is also the media director in a great ministry in California and a man of word, man of prayer, man of faith, and a very, very dear friend of mine. Please help me welcome Pastor Ashley Joseph. Man of God, we are so humbled to have you on our podcast today. And I believe your presence is going to be a blessing to our people. Would you take a moment and greet our people? Thank you, Pastor Webho. It is indeed a great privilege for me to be part of this journey and the ministry that you are doing to impact so many lives out there. And the testimony that you have shared, I just feel so honored to be part right now to share what is what the Lord has laid upon my heart and the conversation that we're going to have today. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah. You know, as we were talking and you shared a very powerful revelation with me and that blew my mind and, and right away I decided to, to have you share it with our people. Something very commonly spoken in Christian community. And I'm precisely talking about uh, the verse in Second Chronicles chapter 20, verse number 15, wherein the Lord is saying to King Jehoshaphat that the battle is not yours, but it's mine. And we hear it all the time everywhere that people are claiming this verse that the battles that I'm going through in my life, it's not mine, but the Lord's. And it's a very common saying. There are paintings and wall hangings and, and stuff like that. But you some, said something very powerful and you said that the Lord revealed this on you that not every battle belongs to him. Yeah. And that blew my mind and I, I really want you to share it with the world. Uh, would you begin by explaining uh, the context of your revelation and what exactly happened and you know, can you explain uh, to us your encounter with Jesus wherein he came and spoke those words to you? It is definitely a very common understanding that is in the Christian community around the world when 
you hear people praying when they're going through a difficult, challenging season, mm-hmm. and they're facing this fierce battle in their life, and they open their mouth, the first thing from their heart comes, Lord, battle belongs to mm-hmm. you. Lord, I yeah. call you in this battle. Lord, fight this battle. Yeah. And I personally, myself, grew with that understanding when I gave my life to Jesus. Everybody, I think. Yeah, everybody. <laughs> and there was a season in my life when I was going through some fierce battle. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Lord, I know you are there with me. And he is. Mm-hmm. Because when we give our life to Jesus, our life belongs to God. That's right. And everything that we are doing. But there is always, there's always a chance or a season where we use our human understanding. And that's why, you know, this whole story makes more sense mm-hmm. that the sheep that, you know, take its own path and just wander in the wilderness. And then, yeah. you know, the shepherd comes and find that one that is lost out yeah. there. Yeah. So the point is there are times and there are good chances that we do things in our life and we use our mind without inquiring God. And we go in a totally different direction and find ourselves in a situation, in a battle where... God was not responsible in the first place mm. for you being in that place. Wow. And now when you are stuck in that place, you turn back and say, Lord, every battle belongs to you, Lord. <laughs> My battle belongs to you. You give me victory. Wow. Come on. And I was at one point in my life in that same situation. Wow. And I was like, Lord, it all belongs to you. My battle, my, my trials, my pain. It's all, you, you see that, Lord. I, I'm sure that you're fighting for me. And as I, was, as I was going through that battle, the time came when I actually lost that battle. Mm. And it shook my faith. Mm. Really, it shook my faith. And I'm like, Lord, wow. I prayed. I fasted. I cannot remember that I did not do anything according to you asked me to do. Mm. I did everything. Wow. But then why did I lose it? And I remember sitting crying in prayer. The Spirit of the Lord told me, Ashley, not all battle belongs to me. Mm. You need to take responsibility of certain things in your life. Wow. I just can't just blindly throw everything in God's plate and say that you deal with it. Yes, we can. But then as a mature Christian, you come in a place in your life when we learn to own responsibility. And one of the things when you talk about battle, definitely when you enter into the season and battle in your life. This is one thing that you take responsibility. So there's this verse in the in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 57. It says, thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. And I was like, Lord, you have promised me for victory. Then why did I lose this battle? Mm-hmm. And the spirit of the Lord revealed to me, listen, if you say, if my word says, and you read in this word that I have never lost a battle, I'm a victorious God. And on the other side, if you lost a battle, don't you think there is something that we are missing in this whole equation? Yeah. If one side we say that the Lord will not lose any battle, He's a victorious yeah. God. And on the other side, as a people of God, we actually lost a battle. So that was a time when in prayer God revealed it to me. Son, not all battle belongs to me. So, wow, thank you, thank you. This is, this is deep. Please allow me to ask you, then how do I safeguard myself from landing in a zone? Because I'm sure there are dangers attached to it, right? There are yeah. dangers attached to fighting a battle, thinking that the Lord is owning it, but he's not. It's, it's a kind of deception, right? 
Mm-hmm. So we are thinking the Lord is fighting on our behalf, but he's not. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so I'm sure there are dangers attached to it. Would you, would you like to throw some light? Yeah, in that season, when this whole revelation was coming from the Lord, the Lord spoke to me from the life of Jehoshaphat. Mm-hmm. And Jehoshaphat, the Bible says, ruled in the kingdom of Judah. And I love this fact when the story of Jehoshaphat starts in Second Chronicles chapter 17, verse 3 says, The Lord was with Jehoshaphat. You see, when the kingdom was divided, Israel and Judah, there were very few kings where the word of God says that the Lord was with the king because there was so much happening. But Jehoshaphat was one of the king. The Bible says the Lord was with Jehoshaphat because he followed the example of his father's early year and did not worship uh, the image of Baal. He sought his father and then it goes on and on. And then verse 5 says, So the Lord established Jehoshaphat's control over the kingdom of Judah. All the people of Judah brought gift to Jehoshaphat. So he became very wealthy and highly esteemed. Mm-hmm. So one thing we understand about Jehoshaphat's life, when he started, he started as a good king. Mm -hmm. He started as a man of God who feared the Lord, who walked in the ways of his father to honor God in all he he was doing in his time. That's beautiful. And the Lord, Bible says, blessed him, rewarded him. So this guy was confident. Mm -hmm. This guy was confident that Lord is with me. Mm -hmm. Now, if you go to the second, the following chapter, 2 Chronicles chapter 18, here's what it starts with the first verse. Jehoshaphat enjoyed great riches and high esteem. It's a repetition from the last one. Wow. And he, ah, <laughs> this is where everything changes. Come on. Jehoshaphat enjoyed great riches and high esteem. And he made an alliance with Ahab of Israel by having his son marry Ahab's daughter. Turning point. And you see, the Bible is giving contrast. The Lord was faithful. The God, the, the God of Israel gave him riches, high esteem, you know, made his kingdom secure. But this guy was like overconfident. Ah, God is with me. Nothing can harm me. Wow. And he turned away from the protection and from the word of God. And he allied himself with a wicked king. Mm-hmm. And we all know that Ahab and his wife was one of the wickedest kings. Yeah. In the history yeah. of Israel. Yeah. And what happened? This guy, now they're alive, right? This guy said, hey, you know what? I'm going to go fight out. Would you join me in the fight? And here's the problem. This guy knew that this king was an evil king. He said, yes, yes, yes. Why not? I'll go. I'll go with him. Now you see the transition from the place where he was safe and secured in the arms of God. He's moving out and said, yeah, 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 why not? Why not? And I feel when I was reading this, I feel that somewhere in the heart of Jehoshaphat, he had this confidence, oh, the God is with me. The God of Israel with <laughs> Even me. Even this battle belongs to the Lord. No? Even this battle belongs <laughs> to the Lord. Wow. But here's the question. Whose battle was it in the first place? It was Ahab's battle. Ooh, and he's on. calling Jehoshaphat, hey, come, come and join me in this battle. So Bible says, Jehoshaphat, join the battle. Mm. But here's the thing, in verse 4, chapter 18, 2 Chronicles, then Jehoshaphat added, but first let's find out what the Lord says. Now this king was still, hey, okay, we are going in this fight, but let's find out what the Lord says. Yeah. The king of Israel summoned the prophets, 400 of them, and asked them, should we go to the war against Ramoth Gilead, or should I hold back? They all replied, yes, go right ahead, God will give you victory. Mm-hmm. Now, these were the prophet of Israel who were like, 
yes, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, my king, whatever you say, we are agree. And this is exactly what the Lord's will is. So the king of Israel replied to Jehoshaphat, there is, there is one more man. Oh, before that, let's read uh, verse 6. But Jehoshaphat asked, is there not also prophet of the Lord here? We should also ask him the same question. The king of Israel replied to Jehoshaphat, there is one man who could consult the Lord for us, but I hate him. <laughs> I hate him. He never prophesies anything but trouble for me. Oh, <laughs> stop following the prophets who would always say, bless, 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 bless. Oof. There will be prophets coming and saying, correct your attitude. Mm. Come on your knees. Mm. It can't be an advice. It can be a prophecy. Mm -hmm. It can be uh, instruction that is coming to you mm -hmm. that will really disturb your soul and you're like ah i don't know if i can do it but take yeah. it wow beautiful take it because it is for you wow it's for you this is the will of god so ahab said that i don't like this guy he never prophesied in my favor <laughs> he always he always prophesied anything but trouble for me his name is micaiah son of emla and so happened they bring this guy and he sarcastically prophesies, yeah, 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 go, go, you will be fine, you will be victorious. And this guy says, see, didn't I tell you? This guy is not a good guy. And then in verse 16, he says, then Micaiah told him, in a vision I saw all Israel scattered on the mountains like sheep mm. without a shepherd. And the Lord said, their master has been killed. Send them home in peace. So verse 17, didn't I tell you, Ahab is saying, the king of Israel exclaimed to Jehoshaphat, he never prophesies anything but trouble for me. Mm. Coming back to the thought, every single pointer was pointing towards, this is not God's will. God is not into it. But what happened? Yeah. They ignored all those warnings. Wow. Jehoshaphat, with whom God was pleased, God's grace was with him. Even he ignored everything and he went into the battle. Long story short, they go into the battle. Mm -hmm. Now, the, the king of Israel, he said that, you know what? I will disguise myself. When I was reading this, I was like, Jehoshaphat, you're a king of Judah. Don't you know what this guy is up to? So you mean to say, when we don't inquire of the Lord, our discernment is gone for our toss. Oh, man. So Jehoshaphat goes, not realizing the plot that he's entering into. Ahab said that I'm not going to wear royal clothes. You wear it. Jehoshaphat gets into this battle. And I'm sure all this while he's like, oh, God is with me. And what happens? You know, the Aramean chariots commander, they saw, Bible says, Jehoshaphat in his royal clothes. They went after him. There is the king of Israel. Verse 31, they shouted. But Jehoshaphat called out. This is the moment when the whole <laughs> army is after him. And Bible says, but Jehoshaphat called out and the Lord saved him. God help me in turning the attack away from me. You know, every time I, I read this, my heart, you know, just cries out. I say, Lord, how gracious you are. Yeah. How gracious you are. Mm. That we throw ourselves in the situations where you know, it's all because of my discernment, because of what I wanted to do in that time and all that. My plan, this and that, my, my, my. Mm, mm. And when everything goes wrong in my life, and even at that point, 
if you call out to his name wow he will not leave he you there come running he will not leave you there said yeah. now wow the bible says he came to rescue amen wow guys what an amazing god we serve indeed indeed what an amazing wow. god and you know let me let me come let me just break one more thing here sure a lot of people say that you know I have heard people saying that oh the grace of god was more in the new testament not in the old testament see this yeah what is this this is the grace of god this guy is avoiding every single warning in spite of all of that when he cried out in the battle in the battlefield god owned it this is helping many people you know because i'm sure a lot of people live with this these kind of wounds and disappointments and that leads to discouragement and backsliding oh yeah a lot of people get bitter because they went through battles in life and they didn't see god coming through mm-hmm. but it was god waiting for them to respond like jehoshaphat in the battle even in the battle even in the battle god was looking for their surrender in us we have this fast food chain called jack in the box it's a older toy that there's a uh, this clown that is stuck in inside this box and you you turn the handle and it makes sound and at one point it just pops out it just pops out <laughs> and then makes you happy yeah and then when you're done with your happiness you throw that clown back inside okay and i, I know where you're <laughs> taking us <laughs> you know people of god are god is not jack in the box yeah that when you, you want him you just turn on him Yeah. You turn the heat and you, know, you go into fasting and prayer just because in that moment you yeah. wanted him. Yeah. yeah. And then you're done with him, you yeah. put him back in the box yeah. now. So, man of God, I'm sure our people are glued and they are really being held. And I know a lot of them now would want to hear from you a key that can help them to make sure that the Lord is owning their battles. Mhm. The assurity, you know, the confidence. This is this is so important. And you know this again I'll I'll bring you back to the story of Jehoshaphat. Sure. Jehoshaphat learned this key much later. Mhm. In his life. Why the battle belong to the Lord? Mhm. What is the key? Yeah. When we read about this whole alliance and this war about Jehoshaphat he went with Ahab you read after that chapter 18 verse 9 uh, and also chapter 19 his downfall started there mhm everything was just going south after that mhm and you read in chapter 20 finally he finds himself war with with surrounding nations in war with surrounding nations mhm and here is this king again Mhm. You see you see in the chapter 17 we started that God gave him wealth. Yeah. Esteem, honor. Mhm. And God was with him. Mhm. And here in chapter 20 this man is surrounded with enemies My from goodness. every angle. How and why this guy ended up here? We already saw that. Yeah. But how he came out is much more interesting. After this the armies of Moabites, Ammonites and some of the Munites declared war on Jehoshaphat. Messengers came and told Jehoshaphat a vast army of from Edom is marching against you from beyond the Dead Sea. They are already at Hazaron Tamar. Jehoshaphat was terrified. 
by this news and beg the lord for guidance there's the key right there after this incident in my life my prayer has changed lord give me wisdom give me wisdom wow. so that in the first place in the first place before even i enter come on i will not enter into some stupid places where i'm like lord help me now lord help mm. me lord i need guidance in my life mm. and i feel that some of you are listening to us this morning mm. or wherever whenever you are listening right now mm-hmm. you need to pray for guidance of the holy yeah. spirit you need to pray for guidance from the holy spirit he also ordered everyone in judah to begin fasting oh so people from all the towns of judah came to jerusalem to seek the lord's help pray as your life is depending on that and i often say this the intensity of your prayer will show the urgency of the moment Oof. the intensity of your prayer mm. you're crying like bartimaeus oh Wow. You're crying, you're crying, you're like, Lord. You will not see then 15 minute, 20 minute, 30 minute. You're like, Lord, I am not gonna leave you until you'll bless me. Yeah. So the intensity was there now in the entire Judah. It's not a casual approach mm-hmm. anymore. So verse five, Jehoshaphat stood before the community of Judah and ran in front of the new courtyard at the temple of the Lord. He prayed, "O Lord, God of our ancestors, you alone are the God who is in heaven." You are ruler of all the kingdoms of earth you are powerful and mighty no one can stand against you oh the prayer he's just telling god i acknowledge that you are there and i am here i see how powerful you are and i see that how helpless we are come on as a people so another key is understanding your god oh, yeah. knowing who he is and what he's able those who know their god will do great exploits ah, do you know your god people of god do you even know what your god can do when jehoshaphat is making this prayer at the courtyard all judah is standing and listening mm. oh that's our god that's mm. our god oh god verse 7 did you not drive out those who lived in this land when your people israel arrived mm. Wow. He's presenting his case. So another key, the art of presenting your case mm-hmm. to the Lord. And did you not give this land forever to the descendant of your friend Abraham? Ah, mm. he's reminding God. God, remember Come what on. you what you promised to your friend Abraham. His prayer is so unique. Yeah, he's not saying our forefather Abraham, friend, your friend. people who know how to move the heart of god they know how to get so that means there is a way mhm you make god own your battle mhm you can't just assume it no no ah. that, th- this is where i think i pray our people are learning <laughs> a lot of people stumble this is right right there they just yeah. make this blanket statement battle belongs to the lord <laughs> and the lord is like what, what? when what? did that what? happen when did i join that <laughs> <laughs> Come on. So okay, let's go there. Your friend Abraham, your people settled here, built this temple to honor your name. He hasn't talked about him so far. They <laughs> say they said whenever we they said 
still they are like no no not us yeah, yeah. they they said whenever we are faced with any calamity such as war plague or famine we can come to stand in your presence before this temple where your name is honored we can cry out to you to save and you will hear us and rescue us so far what he's doing he's telling lord this is who you are and these are your promises that you have made to your people and we are obeying yeah yeah in obedience now we stand wow you know one of the key why a lot of battles were lost in israel mm-hmm. because of disobedience because of disobedience oh because of disobedience let me let me pull this the sin of akan we all know from joshua chapter 7 this guy hid something that was there was used for you know uh for their gods yeah for for the heathen gods yeah and because of that the, the whole chapter greedy, right yeah, yeah. He, this this guy was hiding it in his tent yeah. and the bible says the israel the people of israel when they went out they lost the battle when you hear this prayer you you hear one thing that jehoshaphat is saying that lord we are standing here in obedience and on the word and the promises that you have given to us wow. as your people yeah. in obedience yeah. so obedience is one of the key that you invite wow. god in the battle obedience is through which you align yourself with god mm-hmm. and his word and now see what the armies of now he's telling lord this is who you are these are your promises and he's now saying see these people are coming to destroy your people yeah coming against your promises so. ooh in verse 12 it says then you know all that goes Let me, let me just read it now 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 see what the armies of uh, Ammon Moab and Mount Seir are doing you would not let our ancestor invade those nations when Israel left Egypt so they went around them and did not destroy them now see how they reward us for they have come to throw us out of uh, your land mm. not your land wow which you gave us as an inheritance the promised land oh wow Oh our God won't you stop them we are powerless ah now this confession guy, confession came Come in on. that's another key confession ooh we are powerless against this mighty army that is about to attack us wow would we do not oh this this is the punchline in his prayer come on man of god we do not know what to do but we are looking to you for help you know there are times when you feel clueless it's not that kind of cluelessness yeah that you're standing oh i don't know what to do no he's like lord i do not want to put my mind right now prof say that do not lean on your own understanding wow man of god let's not rush because what you just said i felt in my spirit has opened a realm mhm there is one thing to really be clueless but there is another thing to choose to be clueless oh, amen right yeah i give the right words to your revelation that there's one thing that we really feel lost but then we come to a place we really don't want to put our brains mm-hmm. and we want to prove it to god god it's not that i'm clueless i'm choosing to be clueless amen i don't want to put my brain yes i want to depend on you and trust you because you know better you knows better than anybody 
Let me read the Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Come on. Lean not on your own understanding. This is what the cluelessness that we are talking about. The Jehoshaphat saying choice. that. I don't know I what agree. to do. What a key you have given to us, man of God. So choose to be clueless. Mm-hmm. Wow. Is a key to make God the owner of your battle. Taking away your understanding and inviting I, I, God's understanding. Lord, I don't want to put my mind right now. And verse 6 says, Proverbs chapter 3, in all your ways, submit to him. All your ways. How you're thinking, how you're planning, how you're speaking, how you're praying, how you're fasting. All your ways, Mm. submit yourself to the Lord and he will Mm. make your path straight. Come on. Hallelujah. Wow. Hallelujah. So he says that, Lord, our eyes are on you, but we are looking to you for help. As all men of Judah stood before the Lord, the Spirit of the Lord came upon one of the men standing there. His name was Jahaziel, the son of Zachary, son of Benaiah, son of Jael, son of Mataniah, a Levite who was descended of Asaph. He said, listen, all you people of Judah and Jerusalem. Listen, King Jehoshaphat. This is what the Lord says. Ooh. Oh, now the Lord, <laughs> the Lord is saying, Lord has thank you, Jesus. <laughs> the Lord is responding. When the Lord says, that means he's entered the zone. Oh, come make on. a way, make uh, a way. The king is coming. <laughs> come on, come on. This is so beautiful. Oh, like I'm just feeling. <laughs> I am telling you, I, I am feeling the presence Ooh. of God in this studio. Uh, I feel that some of you are listening right now, you know, if you, if you open your heart and you, you would say, Lord, I, this is my prayer right now, like Jehoshaphat prayed, I do not understand what to do, but I would not lean on my own understanding, Lord, I will Surrender. make way, I will Surrender. let you do it. Yeah. I feel, I feel, wow. I feel so strong. For some of you, I see the crowd, the seas departing, making the way for the Lord. The King is walking in right now. Hallelujah! Oh, Jesus! Thank you, Jesus! Thank you, Jesus! Make a way. The King is coming. Oh, in your situation right now, I, I, I declare the King is walking Amen. in. Amen. As you Amen. make this decision. Amen. I feel such heavy anointing right now. Mm. Would you take this moment and pray for our listeners? And Lord, I just pray right now for everyone who is listening, Lord. Lord, as they're listening, Lord, I I, I see the Spirit of God just moving in their heart, in their battles, in their life. Father, help That the battles, certain battles that they're fighting, they're tired, they're feeling weary, Lord. And it's just not just happening for them, Lord. And I just pray, Lord, like Jehoshaphat, when he entered into the battle that did not belong to him in the first place, that even in that time of trouble, when he cried out, he said, Lord, help me, help me, help me. Lord, as your people... Listening, Lord, they're crying right now. Lord, oh God, help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Oh God, with your grace, your mercy, your everlasting, Lord, love, Lord, come and rescue. Come and rescue them, God. Come and rescue them. Yes, Father. God, come and rescue them. As they say, Lord, I do not put my own understanding in this situation, but I, Lord, welcome you. Lord. Come and have your way. Yes, Father. Lord, I pray. Lord, I pray right now. Yes, Father. Let the Spirit of God move in their situation right now. Mm. Make a way for the King is coming. Yes. For the King is coming. Yes. To take charge over the battle. Amen. To take charge over their battle. Yes. Yes. Make a way. 
make a way. In Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. Man of God, we are so thankful to you for your presence. Uh, We are surely blessed. I believe something has shifted for God's people all over the world. Uh, I'm sure there were many questions that were answered today. Amen. Uh, thank you for translating the voice of God to us. Thank you for showing us and revealing the heart of God to us. Surely we'll never be the same. And our perspective towards the battle that we face in our lives have shifted. And we have been equipped and strengthened by the word today. So we thank you from the bottom of our hearts. We shall go from strength to strength and from glory to glory. Till then, stay under the mighty hands of God. You are blessed. Shalom. Thank you for tuning in today. We believe you have been blessed and your lives will never be the same after receiving this powerful word. Stay tuned for more. Shalom. Shalom.